Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 563, recorded live on June 30th, 2018. And here are your hosts, the man for who, some crazy reason, is going to be going out in this heat, Dave Pillay. Hi! And the man who didn't want to go out into this crazy hot weather, but had to, Andy Lowe. Hi. It is so freaking hot outside. What's, what's the line from uh, Good Morning Vietnam? Uh, it's hot and it's wet, which is good if you're with a lady, but bad if you're in the jungle. <laughs> Quotes, here we go. You're just going to read Robin Williams? God, there are so many quotes. <laughs> Which, you know, little crotch pot cooking. Yep. It is a hundred and... Well, so the, the real feel, according to AccuWeather, is 103. Yeah, what do we got here for us? Excessive heat warning in effect until 10 o'clock p.m. Yeah, Weather Underground for Kalamazoo says it feels like 110. Damn! Why is it so hot? Jet streams, that's the best thing I can tell you. Yeah, I guess. So yeah, so I uh, I had planned on staying in all day in the air conditioning, but no, I had to have a power issue at work that, you know, took out the monitors on one of our stations so we couldn't actually, you know, see what was going on. That's that's no good. You know, the the, the thing can run itself, but you know. But you'd like to be able to check in on it. Yes, be able to look at it and go, okay, good, yes, we're in the uh, we're in the right spot. We're not, you know, an hour off or something. Does that happen? Uh, sometimes. I'm, okay. Well, Your the, work uh, often confuses me. How so? You, there, there's a lot of technical aspects to your job and, and the, like, connections between various pieces, both biological and technological. Yep. To the days of having the guy sitting there with the two turntables and a microphone, long gone. Yeah? Even for the ones that are, like, actually just someone playing music? Well, there's still the the music playing stations. Uh, some of them, you know, are still actually spinning records and CDs. Right. But is is that the case then, where there's still a guy with like two or three turntables and he's just going at it? Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it actually recently. Yes, but th- those are very niche stations. Those are getting was, few and far between. Yes, most of the time everybody's got everything set up on basically like their own very sophisticated version of Winamp, and they just plug the computer into the uh, into the air chain and just let the computer handle all of it. And they just queue up what they want and mm-hmm. pause it, bring down the audio so that they can speak. Yeah, it's just, you know, oh, this computer does this. This, The new boards are really great because the boards actually don't actually carry any audio through them. <clears throat> what? The boards are just a physical version of a software interface. So the boards only control the software? Yes. What? Yeah, so the, the box, the, com- the computer, right, has the audio in it. Okay. Now, in the old analog days, that audio would travel from the computer into the board, from the board out to one of the main program buses, out to the transmitter, that, you know, out into the air. Now, it's all software-based, so you're just telling the, 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 the board tells the basically the computer that controls 
you know, the board controls to, you know, do all the audio routing, do this, that, and the other thing. So nothing actually becomes analog. It's all just digital ones and zeros until it leaves. Okay, then. So you have no loss of quality, no nothing. It's all just ones and zeros. But I thought analog was was the way. Like, that's why people do vinyl. That was the... I audio files. I I there. Uh, I was going to say there are no audio files in radio, but that's not the case. <laughs> a lot of times, it's more convenience than quality. Does that make sense? Where you know, yes, we could play the records, but then you'd have to have the records. Hassle. Yeah, we'd actually have to store the records. <laughs> it's actually funny that's um, part of the building that we're in because this building was a radio station for years before we bought it mm-hmm. um part of the basement had to be reinforced because of the record in cd library that was stored above it okay that was that the architect said oh you know how many records and cds you have oh well you'll have to reinforce the floor in this area so that it can support all that weight yes and now how many records and cds do you have uh there are two two-foot cube boxes that are upstairs okay. that have CDs in them that we are currently transferring back to home base in Wisconsin. <laughs> hey, if you need someone to take those. They're going up to Green Bay. Oh, if you need someone to take those part of the way. <laughs> what, just leave them in some place in Milwaukee? No, nah, bring them out to Madison. They can come get it. It's still faster than going all the way over to Kalamazoo. Yeah, but um, never mind. If somebody's coming out to Kalamazoo anyway from Green Bay, they can just grab them and take them back on their own. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so to, yeah, today had a power fluctuation that took out, didn't take out the monitors, took out the graphics card. Oh. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah, luckily <laughs> these uh, computers also had just regular onboard graphics cards built in, so... Luckily, I was able just to you know pull it out of the on, you know the dedicated graphics, plug it to the onboard. It's you know it's not great because we're chewing up you know CPU as opposed to a dedicated processor. Yep, but it works. But but it works till I can you know get in there at a time that's you know not the weekend and fix it. <sighs> but I'm home in the air conditioning now, so everything's okay. All right. AC is pretty nice. Unfortunately, yes. it doesn't reach this room very well. And this is the room that we have the, the computers in. Oh. <laughs> so the AC is fighting the computers and losing. Uh, it is 83 degrees in this room. So what you're telling me is we should stretch this podcast on for hours. I will hours. cut you. To just not stop the recording. We just keep going and going. I mean, you, you can do that. At some you point, you will be alone. <laughs> yes, I, ca- I cannot hold you into that room. Right. I, I got some things I need to do today. We're traveling tomorrow, so I need to clean the car. I need to get a haircut. I want to go buy some shorts because it is friggin' hot, and I don't have a lot of shorts that fit really well. I have to prep all of my electronics for the week. Yeah, my uh, my assistant's down in uh, or- Orlando for his honeymoon. Yeah. And he, uh, on Monday, I guess his fiance, oh, no, sorry, his wife now, because, um, you yeah, know, honeymoon. Yeah, because they married. Uh, yeah, did all his laundry, and Marty packed all his shorts away. 
Okay. So that he he wasn't allowed to, you know, unpack them. Like, unpack them. So he's like, I have to wear pants the rest of this week, and I'm like, oh, oh, you poor thing. I'm sitting there thinking, like, at that point, I would just go out and buy another pair of shorts. Well, especially you have Meyer out there. Yeah, you can get like a bunch of shorts for cheap. Meyer and Walmart. Target. They're like right next to each other. Yep. Yeah. So I'm gonna head out to Target. I can't believe you're heading out. I did. On I your mean, own. What do you mean on my own? Like I need an escort? Well, that no, you're heading out in this heat. Yeah, but I mean. Oh no, I will go into the garage where it'll be ungodly hot, get into the car, turn on the AC, drive to Target. It'll be air-conditioned on the way. I'll be air-conditioned when I get there. The only part I'll have to worry about is, like, the parking lot, and I don't think I'm going to faint between the car and the store. Probably not. But yes, it is very, very hot. So let's start talking. We managed to do, like, the entire last week hitting very few topics. Yes, yes, we did. So perhaps we should focus a little more on the topics this time? I mean, we could also go back to last week and hit some of those topics now, because, like, there were some really good things that we didn't get to talk about. But we've got many topics to talk about today. Oh, well, then let's talk about topics today for this week. Okay. What would you like to talk about? Well, there's some updates on previous topics that we've talked about. The International Olympic Committee, what do they have to say about esports? Hi, Alexa. Why the heck did my echo go off? I don't know. Mine does it from time to time, too. Like, I say things that are nothing close to the word, and it's like, I'm sorry, I can't help with that. I'm like, I, I, no one asked you to. Alexa, stop. That was okay. so weird. Yep. What was it doing? <clears throat> it was reading me the news. Someone asked it for a flash briefing. Yeah, it was a flash briefing. Hmm. So anyway, Andy, the Olympic yes. International Olympic Committee, the Olympics, uh, I believe there was some conversation between Paris, L.A., and the IOC. Well, um, what has come of that? Well, now there's a uh, July 21st, there's going to be a meeting with the International Olympic Committee and the Global Association of International Sports Federations. Uh, they're going to be hosting a forum to um, talk about esports. Oh. So can I expect to see like a bunch of really famous YouTuber Twitch streamers there? Uh, let's see, esports pu- players, publishers, teams, media, sponsors, event organizers, and representatives from the Olympic movement will be all invited to attend. So, yes. I, I can imagine companies like Riot and Google, not Google, uh, Blizzard, the other one. Yeah, that. Riot and Blizzard and um, EA, like, sponsoring people and sending them to this convention. Yeah, I could see that as well. Because, like, they they want this to happen. I think that's probably the biggest difference I, I see with esports versus these other um, other sports is, like, for esports, you're playing a game. The company that owns that game, no one owns soccer, right? 
There are no. definitely companies that benefit from a a, a a higher a heightened awareness and interest in soccer, but no one owns soccer. But someone owns these video games. Well, you know, nobody. Yeah, nobody owns soccer, but FIFA owns the World Cup. Fair, but like FIFA doesn't own all soccer balls. No, the interest that is driven from soccer. It, it, does not directly benefit a single company. Like, yes, it benefits FIFA, certainly, but they don't make direct money off of it. I guess unless people start buying, like, FIFA licensed balls. Which, you know, they did sell the official World Cup balls every year. Right. But do you see the difference and and where I'm going with this? Oh, okay. I'm going to take a step back, though. Okay. Similar lines. Okay, nobody... Blizzard owns Overwatch. Right. Blizzard does not own the first-person shooter. Right. So, okay, so, but yeah. But if, if Overwatch is the Olympic sport, right, if, if the eSports of the Olympians is like, okay, and now here's the United States versus China in Overwatch, what game do you think is going to get, like, that's not going to increase the sales of Call of Duty. No, that's true. So yes, no. That uh, I'm just trying to think of along the lines of how there are specific rules that are adopted for teams playing in the World Cup versus just you know the soccer game that's out in the backyard. You know, okay, so yeah, Call of Duty, Battlefield, Overwatch—they're all first-person shooters, but they all have technically specific rules, which are actually in this case part of the game mechanics that separate them into the different. Right. But I'm I'm trying to look at it from like a more economics point of view. Like if there's a higher interest in soccer, then soccer gear is going to get sold. So the companies that benefit are the companies that make soccer balls. They make soccer shoes. They market soccer uniforms like that's who's going to make the money. Esports, who's going to make the money? It'll be the company that owns the game. It'll be the graphics cards that sponsor the event. So, yeah, it's got to be the Olympic Overwatch sponsored by Nvidia. Okay, so what if they just make it so you have to uh, across multiple platforms? You know, okay, so you have your team that plays Overwatch, but then you also, as part of the, make it like a decathlon. <laughs> so it's one group of people that have to play like six different games. Yeah, but the then you're not going to see the skill. The whole point of it is that these are really, really skilled people. And people who are really, really, really skilled at Overwatch tend to be really, really, really skilled at Overwatch. And yes, they are often skilled at other games too, but not to the degree of the people who specialize in those games. All right. Okay, I agree with you that, yes, having Overwatch as an Olympic sport is going to benefit Overwatch and therefore benefit Blizzard specifically. The IOC would should make it part of the agreement to use Overwatch that Blizzard must donate a certain percentage of Overwatch sales towards um, Olympic uh, Olympic based nonprofits. There's got to be some sort of like you know international Olympic committee you know sponsorship of this that or the other thing. Maybe, but like. I don't, I know Team USA always is looking for donations, but that's because, you know, they're not actually given any money by the government. Yep, United States Olympic Committee is a 501c3. I don't see nonprofit organization. Let's see. Yeah, 
IOC is technically a nonprofit independent international organization. Okay, but nonprofit doesn't mean not for, like that they're yeah. not out to make. Okay. Yeah, it's six billion. <laughs> right. It's, it's a big industry. Yeah. But, you know, that that could be a way of them, you know, getting into, okay, which game do this, does the Olympic Committee pick? Yeah. Is, you know, which company is willing to pony do, up the money? Do you just do, like, the eSport Olympics and it's it's not tied to the Olympics? It's just run by the Olympics so that it has the same name and the same clout? I don't know. I, I'm not on the Olympic Committee, so I'm not really going to get a say on this, but... I could see this going really badly. Also, there's the whole thing about, like, we don't want to promote violence. Yes, that's the... You know, says says the organization that runs the biathlon, right? Because the biathlon is shooting. Andy. Hey. What? You're, yes, violence, yes. Not good. Are you, are you with me? Violence, bad. Sorry, I was reading on the Olympic International Committee and they're... Six billion dollar profit of a nonprofit organization. Perhaps we should Sorry, pick a, a different topic than the Olympics. Then, yes. Before Andy, well, speaking gets, of Overwatch, there's a new character. There is a new Overwatch character. He's an adorable little hamster in a giant hamster ball of death. His name is Hammy. Hammy the hamster. The Hammy the hamster. He's a, a little hamster. He's not like a giant hamster. He's actually a little hamster in in a big hamster ball that has a lot of guns so i i haven't read very much about him do you know anything does anyone know anything is he... uh, he's a tank okay uh he can uh heal um um with shields i guess but uh he's able to basically turn himself into a <laughs> wrecking ball what yeah so he, you really get to do like a hamster wheel kind of thing yes you can, you can roll ball. you know yeah that's fantastic Okay, maybe I need to go and play Overwatch again. So yeah, so he he can roll like a hamster ball, you know, into you. Um, but yeah, he also has a cable that he can use to actually like, you know... Machine guns, an adaptive shield, a grappling claw. Yeah, the grappling claw, yes. That's the one that can really... Oh, does it reposition people? Yes, if he hits you, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. No, this, this is, looks ridiculous. <laughs> this looks really fun. Evidently, they've been teasing this for like a year. That in in the details of the maps, there have been hints about this. I'm looking at a GIF of a bunch of hammies in their hamster ball wrecking ball modes attached mm-hmm. to a giant shark. Okay, and they're all just swinging around like it's this oh, this just looks off the wall bonkers this is just crazy some really cool information here I, i'm excited to see how this changes the game if it changes the game i mean you know i'm i'm so into watching overwatch and watching streams of overwatch Mm-hmm. that's me but no seriously like it looks really cool and i'm glad that blizzard's continuing to expand the the roster so there's another gif that i'm watching here it's a payload mission Mm -hmm. and uh hamster's in a wrecking ball mode and he's attached himself to the payload and he's literally swinging himself around in a circle like he'd be like whipping like a no he's just like 
Uh, uh, a um, a flail or something? Yeah, like a like a flail or a mace or something. That is ridiculous. It's just it's just swinging around in circles and just keeps knocking back the other team. Hey. Okay. Other updates. Uh, Westworld versus Fallout. Surprise, surprise. Warner Brothers is saying, no, Bethesda's allegations are uh, untrue. They're baseless. We didn't steal their code. They, Warner Brothers didn't even make the game. Well, yeah, but the developer, Behavior Interactive, did, and they made both games. It's just the official statement, right? Like, Warner yeah. Brothers has to say that. They can't come out and be like, oh, yeah, no, we totally stole their code. Which, no, yeah, that's the, Warner Brothers didn't steal, you know, Warner Brothers Correct. paid the subcontractor. Correct. Warner Brothers did not steal the code. Although Bethesda made claims that Warner Brothers may have pressured them to just borrow the code. But in either case, Warner Brothers did, did not do anything. Like, I'm not sure there was anything that Warner Brothers could be held legally responsible for. Well, it's technically their name on the product, right? Right. But it it gets into this weird area. Like, if you are in a business and I purchase something for you, and it turns out that the something I purchased was stolen, there's there's a, like, am I at fault for purchasing stolen stuff? If I knew it was stolen, there is. But yeah, no, Warner Brothers isn't going to say right off the bat, yes, you know, there's, this was a problem. No, they're going to just be like, no, no, they didn't. Right. You know, if behavior did, you know, copy the code from Bethesda, then uh, that'd be pretty easy to see, hopefully. Well, I mean, yes. Is it easy to see? Well, it depends on if somebody, you know, goes through and makes sure to not. um, There was one where somebody claimed about something and they went into the code and they actually saw that the uh, some of the comments were exactly the same. That would do it. (laughs) It's like, oh. Yeah, no, we searched for this comment phrase that we use, and lo and behold, it was right it showed there. up in your code as well. You'd be like, yeah, you stole our code. Yeah. But we don't know. Nope. We we can only presume, and there's there's this whole thing about, like, innocent until proven guilty. So we, we should not be the ones to presume. Nope. Uh, non-topic. Summer Games Done Quick. Yes, that is going on right now. They are up to $1.45 million, which is not their record, but there's still a few events left today. Have you have you watched any of it? Uh, my assistant was watching some of it, so okay. I watched some Zelda game for a bit. Some Zelda game. Yeah, it was like Zelda Seasons or... Oracle of Seasons? Sure. Did they run that? Yeah, guy beat it in under two hours. Oh, sure enough. Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Seasons. Okay, yeah, cool. Anything else? That was the only one that I paid attention to. Okay. There were some really interesting ones. There was a uh, Mario Brothers 3 All Fortresses run. That would actually take a a bit of time. Right, because you can't just skip to the end. It's All Fortress. Uh, It was All Fortress, but not All Castle. So, like, they could use the warp whistles. In fact, they used all the warp whistles. But, like, the routing was really interesting. Uh, there was a Metro, Super Metroid 100% map run, which means you have to go to every room, every part of every room on the map. You managed to do that pretty quickly. Last night was the Task Block, 
which is where they have the, the computer played computer games and ripped them to shreds. It was really impressive to watch. In any case, charity organization. Yay. They're like making a lot of money, not making money. They're donating all of it, but they're raising a lot of money. There we go. Super Mario World, all castles and forts, small only. Uh, Wait, that so was you're a not allowed run, to right? pick up any <laughs> any mushrooms. Oh yeah, small only. Okay, so I guess no. That was a okay. That was the that was the um, yeah. So there was a race, and then there was Super Mario World, all castles and forts. Right. Yeah, that's what I said. Super yep. Mario World, all World. castles yep. and forts, small only. small only. Yep. No mushrooms. No power ups whatsoever. That was the running joke the whole time of like, what's a mushroom? I don't know what that does. I'm just gonna leave it there. My mama told me never to take drugs. Yep. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers race, Warpless, was just fantastic. So they had to play through every level. So let's see what's going on right now. Saturday. Right now is they are wrapping up Undertale, the all yellow credits run. No idea what that means. <laughs> yeah. He essentially had to play through the game and then play through part of the game again. And he's. He's making good time. He's got about 10 minutes to go. Hmm. Uh, but coming up, some exciting things, depending on your your um, preferences. Because up next is the Super Mario Maker race. So these are some of the best like Mario players, Mario Maker players in, in the world. And they're going to be racing in a 3v3 blind level race, playing levels they've never seen before. And the way they do it is when they die, they just hand off the controller and they just keep cycling through. There is a Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. There is the Final Fantasy VI run tonight. That one is going to be nuts. A glitchless run of Final Fantasy VI. Any percent, they're estimating seven hours. Oh, Can you imagine sitting down and... I mean, how long does it take you to literally run a marathon? To literally run a marathon? Yeah. What's your, what's your time in a marathon? My times, I think the fastest I've done it is just over five hours. So this is two hours longer than that, sitting there and playing a video game without stopping. I did that with an Assassin's Creed game once. Yeah. Just sat down and started playing. You're like, oh, it's 10 hours later. Yeah. Except that in this one, you're being watched by a lot of people and you can't make mistakes. Nope. Seven hour run. Good Lord. I want to watch that, but I don't know. Like, I can't stay up that late. That ends at two in the morning. I have to drive 10 hours tomorrow. Yeah, no, that would not. No, that don't do that. Just go to bed. Yep. But it'll be so impressive. You'll have your own marathon to do tomorrow of yeah, sitting there driving. 10 hour drive. And it's not going to be as exciting. Yeah, are you going to go around Chicago, or what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, around-ish Chicago. Probably not going to go right through it, but probably take 90 down and then 294 around. Okay. It's weird I exactly know what you're talking about when you say that. <laughs> well, it's because we've both done it several times. Yeah. Okay, what else do we have, sir? Uh, speaking of lawsuits, that yes. PUBG Fortnite lawsuit. Yeah. Has been dropped. What? Player Unknown dropped it? Yeah. They sent a letter of withdrawal to the attorneys for Epic Games, and the case has been closed. So, you know, PUBG confirmed that they dropped the lawsuit, but they would not say why. 
I'm guessing because they like at this point there are so many that they they're losing the ability to say no we made this this is our property because like at E3 this year everyone was going like oh yeah we have a battleground style thing I'm sorry battle royale style mm-hmm. and PUBG's like but that's that's our thing we made that we did that first and everyone else is like shut up. So they dropped the suit. Um, we don't know. We don't know why. Else. So yeah, we'll just drop the suit. Was it? Was it because there was a deal that was made? We don't know. Who knows? We do know though why Comcast had outages on Friday. Oh, do we? Because I know that Comcast had outages. Yes. I did not know we knew why. Yes. Uh, Comcast has said now that they identified two separate and unrelated fiber cuts to our network backbone providers. So someone cut the cables. Yes, in two separate areas, supposedly. Which okay. somehow, you know, was able to affect places from Michigan down to Florida, out to uh, Boston, all the way out to the west coast of Seattle and California. So I really want to know where the heck these cuts happened that took out... Totally, did like, regionally disparate places. Mm-hmm. Well, so that should be fun to talk. We could probably talk about this tonight at Book Club. What's the book for tonight? Uh, Tubes, actually. Oh, the right. One that I reviewed many moons ago. Yep. I was considering doing book club this month because I saw that. I'm like, that looks like an interesting book. And then just never got around to it. I was hoping, you know, I was like, this one's right up your alley, Dave. I know, but I got like busy and was putting in 12 hour to 14 hour days this week. So. Yeah, I actually listened to it entirely in audiobook format. <laughs> if if we know what book is next week or next month, we might be able to listen to it on the way to Michigan. Um, well, uh, if we find out, Brian normally sends the stuff right away, and then you could easily just see if you know Audible has it or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, no, two separate fiber cuts caused just a huge outage. Well, I mean, when when you're talking about the backbone. Yeah. I mean, we, we name these things the way we name them for a reason, right? If I were to sever some nerves in your finger, that's a problem. If I sever some nerves in your backbone, that's a much bigger problem. Yeah, it's a... Uh, right? Yeah. Like, Yeah, no, it's a... Uh, we, were, we were having some slight issues actually up in Holland, because our Holland office, when I was up there, has Comcast, and they're like, we're having some problems. I'm sitting there looking, and they're like, oh, yep, nope, Comcast is having issues today. Nothing I can do about it. But yeah, no. Oof. Yeah, Comcast, how is your whole Fox bit going for you? Well, Disney raised the price. Yep. And they're going with Disney, right? Yes. Like, that's not even a thing. I wonder if this was another level three issue. <laughs> a what? Level level three, one of the companies that actually provides the uh, yeah. fiber backbones. No, I know who level three is, but like... Yeah. But what? Well, I don't know what you mean uh, by another an level three issue. Well, there was an issue with level three back in November that caused an outage in Com- with Comcast. Ah. Okay. So who knows? Oh, so you're saying this may just have been another? I mean, th- they're talking that it is a physical cut to the cable. Which Comcast, you know, has some cables, but I have a feeling that when they get on the fiber, it's not their fiber. You don't think Comcast has like owns the fiber that they're using? 
for some of the major network runs probably i mean isn't that the whole point like comcast is the cable provider dave what i need you to do is read tubes (laughs) and this will be all explained to you uh if i start reading now there's no way i could be done by tonight no it's a seven and a half hour audiobook so 9 30 if i start right now yeah well, no, because I don't listen to audiobooks at one time speed, right? I mean, do you? Uh, when I'm listening on my iPod, yes, because I can't change the speed. My iPod Nano doesn't have that ability. Oh, because my phone does. Yeah, I know. When I was listening to... Oh, what was the... Was a, da, da, da. It was an audiobook. It was a book club book about magic, which, you know, there's been a bunch of those book club book about magic yeah we picked it up on audible and the audible app allowed you to to play it at 1.5 speed which was nice fire rose yes we get a we get an answer from the peanut gallery yep all right what else do we have uh speaking of lawsuits fiat chrysler is going to have a class action lawsuit brought against them because of a software flaw what what kind of software flaw would lead to well, a lawsuit? Uh, there were alleged defects in the 2017 and 2018 Pacifica minivan that the uh, the alleged error in the powertrain control module software causes a loss of engine timing and leads to stalling without warning. That's not good. No. According to the plaintiffs, Fiat Chrysler must have known about the stalling engine because in 2016 and 2017, the automaker issued several software updates for engine and powertrain control module software. So because they patched it, they they are saying they knew that this was a thing. And are they just upset that they didn't tell their consumers or what? Well, no, no, because they updated the 2016 and 2017, but not the 2017 and beyond. Hmm. Chrysler also issued a recall in January 2018 to fix stalling problems, but the plaintiffs claim Fiat Chrysler informed customers that who that who had already received a previous software update need not receive the newest update. So they're saying there's a flaw in there that Fiat Chrysler knows about because they patched it before, but for some reason they haven't patched it again. It's a little weird. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see how that lawsuit goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm not supposedly. sure how I feel about. It. I mean, so if if they sent if they if they had a car that they sold and it like the the drive tra- the, the 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 coil the ignition coil was broken, so it didn't time it correctly, so it didn't send it to the right plugs, and then they're like, hey, we have a a fix, you can bring it in. Like that's not a lawsuit, right? Yeah, no, because they've already you know sent the fix out there but yeah this one's so weird it's like okay so they sent out a, they sent out a technical service bulletin about the 2016 jeep grand cherokee and dodge durango both with both which contain the same engine and pcm software as specifica and then they superseded that with another one and another one and another one none of them actually mentioned the alleged stalling defect then in august 2017 chrysler released a software update for the pacifica jeep grand cherokee and dodge durango they also issued a recall in January 2018 to fix stalling problems, but the plaintiffs claim, yeah, that the software update, you know, if you had the previous one, you don't need the new one. But yeah, the lawsuit further alleges that Pacifica customers continue to suffer from stalled minivans even after repairs have been performed. 
So it seems that Chrysler has no idea what exactly this problem actually is. Because that's been they, they one, just know it's two, a problem. Three, they try to fix it. Four, five, six updates. Six updates, and you still can't figure out what's actually going wrong. It's not good. No. I, okay, now I kind of understand the like why we are well, we not not us. God, I cannot speak. Ah, bleh. I understand now why people are suing. Yes, that makes a little like more this, sense. This is a problem. They've tried fixing it without actually saying that you know this fixes the problem because those service service bulletins were something about the ERG valve and not actually like you know a stalling problem. It's like. Mm. So people are buying, you know, new Chrysler Pacificas without knowing that there is a serious flaw in them. Yeah, they they need to like reveal that or pull it from the market. Mm-hmm. Um, other car news is the uh, for those of you who put a down a thousand dollar deposit on a Tesla Model Three. Oh yeah, you get to you get to buy it now. Well, no, you don't get to buy it now. You get to put in your order now. Yes, so you get to give Tesla another twenty five hundred. And then wait a little bit longer for your car to actually arrive. How long are they saying? Or are they uh, saying? They're just like, okay, you can put in your order and we'll make it. <laughs> well, did, somebody did the math. Um, so Tesla's trying to get 5,000 units a week. Okay. And even, like supposedly even like Elon Musk is like sleeping at the factory, which I don't know why he's there, unless he's like personally like helping out. Um. But yeah, no, they've built a whole another assembly line outside under tents. I saw that. The the tent assembly line. Yes. But like seriously, we don't know how how long it's supposed to take. Well, if Tesla is actually able to get up to 5,000 units a week. Yeah. That only translates to 65,000 units per quarter. And there are currently 450,000 Model 3 reservation holders globally. So it would take eight, almost two years yeah, for Tesla quarters, to clear out the backlog. Yep. Yes, and the fun fact is, okay, so the original $1,000 deposit was entirely refundable. This one is but not. As soon, yes, this one, after you give them 2500 you have three days. After the three days, you are locked in. Which is to say, you, you are locked into the $2,500. You don't still need to purchase the whole thing, but you're never getting no, that money back. Yeah, you are not getting your money back if you pull out. Yeah, that's what she said. Sorry, I, I had to. No? Can't believe Dave made a hooker reference. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a thing. Uh, other transportation news. Segway has announced they're making new e-skates. What? So 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 think of think of the hoverboard that we've seen. Yeah. Right? The the crappy not a hoverboard hoverboard. Yeah. Okay. Think of breaking that into two, so there's one on each foot. So it's doubly stupid. And it's made by Segway. So it's triply stupid. Whose brilliant idea was this? Somebody at Segway. My God. Dean Kamen, you are not what? Elon Musk. <laughs> what are you doing? You are like the fake Elon Musk. Elon Musk is everything you wanted to be. And this is not helping you. Remember when segways were going to transform the way we moved? And the way we thought of, of transportation? 
Yeah. And then they were sold for like some gazillion dollars amount of money. Can I even buy can I buy a Segway? Why would you want to? <laughs> Kate Kate's already killed the Segway. I can buy a Segway Mini Pro for six hundred dollars off of Amazon. No surprise, it's prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I can buy the lighter version for three hundred dollars. You can buy an off-road Segway for thirty five hundred dollars on eBay. Ooh, I can buy a Segway e-scooter. This was fifteen point five miles of idea. range. Such 12, a terrible idea. Twelve miles per hour top speed. Woo! Where's the battery? I see the scooter. I'm looking at it. The nine bot electric scooter. Yeah. yeah where's the battery? I don't know. Cut product shown without battery. No shit. Fifteen mile range though on that thing. Yeah. Twelve miles per hour. So you can ride it for an hour and a half, going in one direction. Yep. If you can't get where you're going in an, in like forty minutes, then you shouldn't go there on the scooter. If my battery dies while riding, can I still use the scooter like a normal kick scooter? Yeah, it doesn't lock up the hub or anything. It's just heavy. <laughs> I'm still looking for through the pictures, trying to find where the battery is. It's well, the gotta motor be in the handlebar. The, the motor is in the front wheel. The battery has to be in the the bar. Yeah, which just is going to make it even heavier. Most recent customer views: junk. handlebar grips will slide off motor is not strong enough to climb small hills compared to its competitors oh that's sad garbage for $400 I thought it would let me ride longer than 4 months but after 4 months the motor went bad (sighs) but yes so you know um, Segway's not the only people making hover shoes Okay, so but so these are like rollerblades, but made by Segway, and there's only one wheel. Yes, right? and I, so I, it uses Segway's automatic balancing bit. But you're on two. I'm so confused. Why? I don't know. So you can be hip Californians. It looks like according to this video. Yeah, must be. It's probably a bunch of people doing it right on the sidewalk next to the beach, isn't it? Hold on. It's a, oh, it's only a 47-second video. So, okay, so she's out in L.A. Let's meet at the harbor. She's yeah. in a sundress. Yeah. I, are, what are you going to do when you get there? Walk on them? Or are they expecting everyone to just, like, always be on a single wheel per foot? Yep, they are going down these down a boardwalk next to the ocean. Through bubbles, nonetheless. <laughs> like, just... Yeah, that's totally a thing. Like, oh, hey, you're here. Let's hug. Oh, this is so cool. Oh, hey, look, I've got more bubbles. And All right, when, so if you, want to see, if you want to see a better YouTube video. Wait, wait, wait. The last clip, the last second, like, it's, it's just a second before it cuts out. Do you see what they're doing? They're standing next to the beach. They're standing on, them. on the beach. I call no, no, there's bullshit. Th- they're, they're, on a, they're on a little cement walkway next to the beach. Yeah? I'm looking at, like... 40 seconds flat as it cuts to black. Yeah, they're they're on some sort of cement walkway. What are the colored lights supposed to mean? (laughs) 
You know what I also noticed is there's no sort of straps holding your feet on these things. Yeah, so are they shoes or are they things that your shoes go on? They're things your shoes go on. It's like a skateboard. So if I ever pick up one of my feet, I've made a terrible mistake. Yes, yes, you have. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not coming back. Hover shoes, X1. Ooh, or you can buy hover shoes, which are essentially the same thing, but made by hoverboard. Sorry, made by in motion. For $500. The fuck? California must have way too much money. It's the only thing I can think of is that California has too much money. So if you want to see a cooler video on YouTube, Microsoft announced they're redoing the IntelliMouse. What is the IntelliMouse? Uh, it's, it's Microsoft's mouse that they released back in 1996. Okay, so it's the mouse. Yes. It's, it's what we all know of as the mouse. Basically, yes. Okay. How are they redoing the mouse? Uh, a new dark look, uh, and they're redoing the optic sensor so it can be used on glass surfaces. Yay! But the, they announced it um, with a Rube Goldberg video. That includes a Portal reference. Yes. And a Facebook reference, and a Mafia, mm-hmm. like a bunch of video games. Yep. A bunch of video games, and Fire, and a Canon. So it, it still is the exact shape and size of the old mouse, but it's all brand new tech inside. Did I mention that they are literally firing a Canon? Yes, they are firing a Canon, yes. Okay. I, I'm... I clicked play and now I'm regretting that because there's like all this stuff happening. (laughs) But then it just fades to black and then there's other things. But like, that's not part of the same Rube Goldberg machine anymore. That's I'm so confused. I what does the ending have to do with anything else? Nothing, nothing at all. It's like, here's the old mouse. Someone at Microsoft marketing is like, I want to make a Rube Goldberg machine. And everyone else is like, okay. That I, why is this newsworthy? Microsoft it's a new makes mouse a new from mouse. Microsoft for Ooh. forty bucks. I will say I, I do like the fact that it can run on glass because I have a glass desk, which, upon reflection, no pun intended, may not have been the best choice. What I really want to do is try out Anchor's new uh, vertical optical mouse. Have okay. you seen these things? Vertical mice. Yeah. Yeah, where you, you rest your hand on its side. Yeah. Yeah, I have one at work. How do you like it? It takes a little bit to get used to. Well, you know what? You should review that at some point. Okay. A vertical mouse? Yeah. Sure. I think I just did. <laughs> the review is, it takes a little bit to get used to. Beyond that, there's not much more to say. It's a mouse. Don't use it with, like, the mouse pads with a raised uh, wrist thing, like the squishy thing for the wrist, because it doesn't need it. No, but I don't have that at work, and I'm, you know, trying to trying to be more er- ergonomic at work. Ergonomic? Ergonomic. Ergo, 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 er- ergo, I don't know. I'm done. I thought it was ergo. It might be ergo. It is. Kate, yes. Thank you from the peanut gallery again. Okay. Ergonomic. Ergonomic. Um. All right.
Well, that, I mean, we should probably hit the uh, randoms. Sure. The, Unless there's there, something else on here that you thought you might want to hit. Uh, there's a replacement for, for Steam Spy. Not yet. There's, there's going a, to be. A coming replacement for Steam Spy. Where Valve From will Valve let itself. You, yeah, well, Valve is actually going to let you see the information about your own thing, which is kind of nice. All right. Randoms? Yes. I believe it is your review, sir. Oh, yes, yes, it is my review. Um, I was going to review my order from Amazon recently, but then they removed the order, f- the, the product from the Amazon store. <laughs> okay, so not going to review that. But I'm going to review the, the idea of it in general. Okay. You are reviewing a concept rather than a product. Yes, because the specific product that, you know, you cannot buy it anymore on Amazon. Um, so the idea is... Um, so, uh, we, we have nightlights around the house. Yes. So when it's, you know, dark, we have nightlights that automatically come on. They're all light sensor base. Okay. Uh, the problem is they all plug into the outlets. So they take up an outlet space. They take up an outlet space and Isaac likes to pull things out of the outlet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So, so what is um, the solution? well, the solution is what we, we ordered from Amazon. Which, which are is, no longer available for some reason. Well, this the specific one that we bought is no longer available. But okay. there are more of them out there, especially the uh, Snap Power. Yes, Snap Power Guide Lights. That's the name brand one. Snap Power Guide Lights. Yes. Yes. So the idea is, is they take the outlet cover... And they install a nightlight into the outlet cover. I see. So in the same way that I installed an outlet that has USB ports in it, this just has, like, lighting in it. Yes, there are some that also, you know, some non-generic brands version of this, which is one of the ones that I bought. Um, They also had some of them that had a built-in USB port as well. Oh, I see. It's even better, because it's not... When I put in a USB port, I had to replace the entire, like, assembly. This is literally yeah, no, this the, is, the cover. Yes, this is literally the wall plate. Oh, interesting. And it's got a little light sensor on there, so when it gets dark, it automatically turns the LEDs on. Huh. So the idea is that um, your outlet box basically takes, you know, your, your positive and negative, basically, and, you know, they screw it onto the side of the, the outlet terminal there. Right. These have little tabs that basically touch those screws. Right. And pull the power. That's very clever. Yeah. Huh. So I, I saw this on uh, Kickstarter originally, but, you know, I wasn't really kickstarting anything, so I didn't think about it. And then, you know, Kickstarter successful, and they came out, and now these things, the the, the Snap Power, these guys were the first ones that came out with this sort of thing here. Um, yeah, these guys are $15 an outlet cover. Woof. Yes, which is Oof. why I went and bought uh, some of the no-name brand ones. I think ours, hold on, let me tell you what ours Let's were. see, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's about, a, I think, $180 for my second floor. Yeah, so we went and bought this, this I'm guessing, one of the, a generic brand. Um, it was a four pack for twenty two dollars. That's still like what 
five twenty each, five twenty five yeah. each, five dollars each. Yep. And we've got a, we've got two of them installed right now. Um, we got one down here and one upstairs in Isaac's room. Uh, the one up in stairs in Isaac's room, um, it's just three little LEDs, so it's not it's not really diffused. that bright. Right. Oh, it's you're so, saying it's not bright. Yeah. Okay. No, we, we've got a we've got a wall clock on the other side of the room that we look at. You know, keep track of time. Mm-hmm. And the old nightlight, you know, we could read the clock no problem. This wall one was too too dim. Ah. Well, but what is the purpose of this? Like, it's not so much a light night as here's the floor and the yeah, wall. Kind of just a like the, those emergency light indicators in airplanes. Right. <laughs> this is not here to provide ambient light. No. Um, so, yeah, we've got the one installed down here. Uh, the problem was our house was built in 1961. Okay. And so there are no actual outlet boxes. Behind the wall? Behind the, yeah, behind the wall. What? There is just literally a hole cut out where the, uh, where the outlet was put. Okay. Did you, did you go and add boxes? Um. Are you going to add boxes? Probably at some point. (laughs) But that means I probably have to rewire. Is your house up to code? I think it's, it's kind of the grandfathered in, but if we do anything new, then we have to actually bring it up to code. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's a uh, it's a neat idea. These things also do not work for GF uh, ground fault interrupting outlets. GFI, GFI outlets. CI. Yeah. So you'd have to get special ones for those circuits to those, work. Those are sixteen dollars each. Yep. Sixteen to nineteen dollars. So I assume if you buy just one, it's nineteen. If you buy a bunch, it's cheaper. Man, this company's got to be raking it in. These can't be that expensive to produce. Probably not, but. Like I said, I brought the I bought the generic ones, and you know people have had issues with these. But the know, sometimes ones? the tabs are not right. Sometimes you know. Perhaps that's why it was pulled from Amazon. <laughs> Maybe. Just Maybe. possibly. I also had to finagle with the actual outlet itself in order to get the screws mm-hmm. uh, for enough room to actually get it in there. And I'm looking at the one down here. The one down here, because there was no outlet box, is still not entirely flush. Because they're, you know, I would have to cut the hole bigger. But if I'm going to do that, I want to be very careful because, you know, electricity. Mm-hmm. Doesn't play well with other things. No. No. So, yeah. So, you know, Snap Power is the, the main guys out there. But there are also more, you know, generic ones that are okay. Now let's see what some of the other ones are. Outlet. Cover. Nightlight. Yeah, there's a six-pack for $27. Eight pack for forty two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some of them are just all over the place. But yeah, no, Snap Power's the main guys. Everybody else, you know, hey, this is a neat idea. Just made their own. Four pack for ten? <laughs> Andy? Yeah. Rabbit hole. Sorry. But yeah, so yeah, no, if you're looking for a, a night light and you don't want to take up an outlet, this is uh, a possibility. Okay. Very cool. I believe we have a random topic then, sir. Yes. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Do you think Comcast has a hate list? I uh, I, I have to figure <laughs> out. Kate says it just says everyone. What What is a hate list? My guess it's kind of like you're, you're, you're on the list. You know, it's like we don't like you. Oh. 
<laughs> um, the EFF, Netflix, AT and T, um, consumers in general. Well, do, well, do they do they really hate AT and T because they don't really compete with AT and T? They kind of do. Oh, right now Disney. Well, yes, Disney right now. Yes, that's a well, of course. Yes, but, but that's that's one that like that's on the hate list, but it's only in there in pencil. That's like the lesser hate list. That's the well, they slighted us list. It's well, they used like, to they used hey. to they used to not like Netflix until Netflix paid them what fifty million. Well, I think they still don't like Netflix. They they tolerate like, them. They get paid they, for it. They, they, yeah, they, it's kind of like the uh, the mafia paying for protection. Right. Um. Who else would be on Comcast's hate list? Tom Wheeler? <laughs> um, Ajit Pai is definitely not on the hate list. No. He's on the, like, buy him prostitutes list. <laughs> wow, you've gone really blue this episode. I, I'm feeling pretty salty. Did I mention it was a long week where I was working, like, 12 to 14 hours? Normally, I think I get salty at work now, but that's just because I don't, you know, I don't get any sleep ever. Why don't you get sleep? Really? No, oh, you have a baby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I figure he's, he's, he's getting close. Like, he's almost one, right? Yeah, no, he turns, uh, he turns one on the 17th. Yeah, so he's totally sleeping through the night. No? Nope, I got up at oh, four. Do you, do you want to know a terrible, terrible thing? What? So I've, I've been able to watch, like, three babies grow and develop, right? I've, I've had Isaac through you, I have Nadia here, and and Dawn here. And it's really interesting, because, like, babies yeah, level up in different ways. Kids again. What? Sorry, I was telling Kate that you were comparing our kid to other kids. Right, because babies level up in different ways. Yes. And, and Nadia was Isaac was moving first like he was absolutely walking around first but Dawn will will lay down at like 7.30 or 8 o'clock p.m. and will wake up at like 6.30 in the morning it's uh yeah <laughs> so sorry alright uh back to yeah, Comcast hate list yeah I probably I expect yes they have some sort. Um, yeah, no, it's... <laughs> yes, they're probably... Comcast probably doesn't like certain people. Nope. FCC used to be on it. Now, not so much. Alright. Um, anything else? Nope. I think that's about it. Okay. Then that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>